This is the Find Your Focus podcast with Shootproof. We chat with inspiring and creative entrepreneurs to encourage, empower, and equip you to take the next steps in your photography business. We want you to leave each episode with actionable steps so that you can gain confidence, book your calendar, and earn more income with your passion. So grab some coffee or your drink of choice, and let's get to it. Hey everyone, I'm Logan Fay and the host of the Find Your Focus podcast with Shoeproof. Today I'm talking to Katie Russo, who is a business coach and finance teacher who teaches early stage creative entrepreneurs the foundational financial and business strategies they need to turn their passions into profits. Today we are talking all about how to plan for 2021 and how to revise and pivot your goals when needed. Something that I love about this interview is that Katie explains goal setting in a way that takes away all of the stress. She also explains how to pivot when your goals are not actually helping your business grow. Katie goes over mistakes that she sees people make when setting goals and tips for planning during such uncertain times. Let's dive into this interview with Katie. Hi, Katie. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks so much for having me. So tell us a little bit about yourself and how you help creatives. Yeah, so I'm a business coach and I specialize in working with service-based creatives. So photographers, definitely, but also graphic designers, interior designers, stylists, wedding planners. There's a pretty big range in there. And I really help people develop solid plans for their businesses. I know a lot of people, they start businesses because you're really, really good at a craft, but all the kind of business stuff around that craft is maybe not where you feel quite so strong. Those are the things that I help people with. Marketing plans, putting systems in place, setting goals, and you know, taking consistent action steps towards those goals are the types of things that I help creatives do so that they can have profitable businesses that allow them to make a living doing what they love to do. I think everyone needs someone like you in their life because a lot of us will start up a business and we're so passionate about it that we don't really think about the business aspect of it. We're just like, oh, let's go take photos. I love doing this. This is so much fun. But the business side of it is, you know, something that doesn't come easily to everyone. Absolutely. So 2020 was a crazy year, as we all know. And 2021 doesn't seem to be much different. (laughs) So how do you go about setting goals when so much is still unknown? That's a very fair question. I definitely, you know, I am a goal setting person. I'm a type A person. I've always been this way. I definitely set goals in 2020 and had to massively reevaluate them, you know, three months into the year and 2021, you know, we're coming out of the pandemic, but there's still a lot of things about life that are very different, especially for photographers who, you know, you generally do your work in person. But I think what 2020 and 2021 now are showing us is something that has always been true about goal setting. And it's bringing to the surface an objection that people have always had to goal setting, which is like, what's the point of setting a goal? I have no idea what is going to happen in the future. Everything feels very uncertain. I don't really know what I'm capable of doing. It really brings to light something that's always been true is that you set a goal and you don't know if you're going to achieve it. And a lot of people are just not comfortable sitting in that tension. A lot of people don't really want to set goals when you don't have any sort of control over the outcome. 
So that's always been true and it feels even more true now. And so I would say a few things to that. And the first thing is that, and some of you may have heard this quote before, there's a quote that's been attributed to Eisenhower. It's been attributed to Churchill. It's been attributed to a lot of different people and I'm not exactly even sure who said it, but the gist of the quote is, plans are worthless, but planning is indispensable. Like the actual plans that you make aren't worth that much, but the process that you go through to make plans is the valuable part. And I think that's really true of goal setting. The value of goal setting and planning is the process itself, not the end product of whatever goal you land on. The process of reflecting on the past, learning lessons from the past, narrowing down your priorities and getting really, really focused on some strategic goals. All of that is incredibly valuable, even if things change and things always change. Even when we're not in a pandemic, things are always changing. I was working with a client a couple of years ago and it was a one-on-one client and we had developed this, you know, awesome 12 month plan. These were the goals that she was going to go for. And we kind of backed up her plan to what are you going to do in the next 90 days? Here's the projects, here's the tasks. And she was ready to go. And then she got pregnant and <laughs> she was like, oh, I'm going to have to work in, you know, like three or four months of maternity leave into this, you know, grand master plan that I've made for the next 12 months of my life. And she initially was really, really kind of frustrated and bummed out like we all are when we make plans and they get interrupted. That's disappointing. We're going to experience disappointment when that happens. But... The thing to remember is you can be the most flexible and the most adaptable and the most spontaneous when you are starting with a plan. So all that she had to do was say, okay, like these goals that I thought I was going to, you know, she had six goals. These two are going to have to wait till next year. These two I can still do, but I'm just going to move them forward. These two I can still do. I'm gonna, just going to move them behind my maternity leave. And then she was done. And in like 30 to 60 minutes of thinking, she had rearranged her whole year because she was starting from something. And so I think that's the thing we have to remember is that uncertainty is just a part of life uncertainty isn't specific to a pandemic. Uncertainty is what we, like all of us are operating in an environment of uncertainty and you can be more flexible and more adaptable when you're starting with a plan rather than if you are just freewheeling it and, you know, kind of operating with no plan. And then that's when unexpected things happen and you go dark on your business for months and months and months. I had a lot of people that that happened in COVID where they felt like they were being really consistent and that things were going great in their business. And then COVID happened and then they didn't work for like three months because they couldn't adapt to that disruption. And it couldn't work for three months, like they, not because of the lockdown, but because they just didn't show up. So that would be my answer to that question, why you should set goals when so much is uncertain. It's because it's the process that's really the valuable thing. And also because if you said that you only want to set goals when things are certain, you would never set goals. Exactly. Yes. I love that you, you know, share that perspective because there really is so much unknown. I had my daughter, my kids are 19 months apart. My daughter was not planned whatsoever. We're so glad she's here, but it threw me for a loop. And 
that's not the only year that that's happened. There's been at least one thing every single year that has kind of been like, oh, wow, like I need to change my plans. Like this is not going to fit anymore. Yeah. So I love how you talk about the process being, you know, the really important part. So my mind when I'm setting goals seems to be all over the place. And I know that a lot of people can relate to this. So how do you know if you're focusing on the right things for your business? That is exactly the right question to be asking, first of all. And I think we should just acknowledge that a lot of people have like a really complicated relationship with goals. There are like the go-getter type of people who are always setting goals. They're like, I have my five-year goals and my 12-month goals and my quarterly goals and my daily goals. And it just feels like kind of a lot. And then there's the people that feel like, you know, this, how could I even make the time to set goals? I'm so busy with my clients. I'm so busy building my business that it just feels like a waste of time and this sort of navel gazing activity to take time away for setting goals. So I think you are asking the right question, which is how can we make sure that this is this is a helpful and strategic exercise. So in terms of focusing on the right things in your business, I like to say that a goal can be SMART. So a lot of people are familiar with the acronym SMART, which means goals should be specific, measurable, actionable, realistic, and time-bound. Different people use different acronyms. But I like to say that a goal can be SMART and not be WISE. Because the only thing that that SMART acronym means is, is that particular goal clearly written? It's really a litmus test to tell you if you're going to set a goal, is that goal clear? Is it specific? Is it measurable? But it doesn't give you any information about whether the goal itself is actually a good idea. And so what we need to do as business owners is understand what are the right goals that are going to be the right choices for your business. And so that's where, you know, the goal setting process that I use with my clients is a little bit different in that we don't start a lot of people when they're thinking about, I'm not going to make a plan for the year. I'm going to make a plan for 2021. What they start with is a list of all of the stuff on their to-do list that they haven't had the time for. And they just put it in a big list. Like, I'm going to do all this stuff this year. It's going to be great. And then they call that to-do list their goals. I know a lot of you are like, oh gosh, I do that. (laughs) Um, But in my process, I want people to kind of get out of that mode, get out of the mode of like all the stuff you want to do and think about, don't start with tasks. Don't start with goals. You start with priorities. What are the most important themes or priorities that you need to be focusing on this year? It might be income consistency. It might be audience growth. It might be stronger processes. It might be better work-life balance. Your priorities are really unique and specific to where you are. And sometimes you need some like business mentorship or coaching or feedback from your peers or your spouse to be able to identify what those priorities are. Sometimes we're so in it that we don't even actually know what the most important areas are that we need to be focusing this year. And I recommend that everybody have like three to five priorities for the entire year. I'm going to be focused on this, this, and this. Those are my things. And so starting with priorities is really the way that you know whether your goals are focused on the right things. Because if your goals are just a random list of stuff that you want to do, instead of specific metrics that show you whether you are achieving your priorities, then you've lost your way a little bit. So 
you definitely want your goals to be aligned with your priorities. You also want your goals to reflect outcomes, not tasks. So I don't want your goals to be just a big to-do list of the stuff that you haven't had the time for, but that you really want to get done. Because the purpose of your business is not for you to get things done. The purpose of your business is to make money doing what you love to do. And so your goals need to be outcome-oriented things that show you whether your business is doing that for you, that show you whether you're making money doing what you love to do. So your goals need to be outcomes, not tasks. Another way you can know whether you're focusing on the right things is if your goals are appropriate for where you are on your journey as a business owner if it honors where you are in business. A lot of times people set goals that are really based off of what they see other people chasing and what they see other people prioritizing and aspiring after. And that's not honoring to where you are. That's what somebody else wants. That's not maybe where you are in your business. And so it should be appropriate for where you are. If you're just getting started, maybe it doesn't make sense for you to say, I'm going to you know, make $200,000 this year in revenue. So That's a really important thing to take into account. And the other thing that I would say, you know, knowing if you're focusing on the right things is, are you being appropriately challenged by your goals? Because a lot of times I think people set goals in business and they're coming into the process. I'm working with a particular client right now who's in this place where she has been in a really difficult place in her business. And so it's very difficult for her to set goals that are actually challenging because she's been so beat down and so discouraged by her business lately that she isn't even able to mentally get to a place where she's ready to say, I'm going to really go after something hard. And I think it's important to recognize when you're in that place, because if you are in that place, it's going to be hard for you to set goals well. Because the point of a goal is a lot of people like to use the word realistic when it comes to goal setting, which is actually something I really don't like. I don't like that word when it comes to goal setting, because I think it translates in our minds to comfortable. I want to be comfortable with my goals. And the point of goals is not to keep us comfortable. It's to inspire us to take uncomfortable action. And if your goals aren't doing that, if your goals aren't pushing you outside of your comfort zone, then it's not really worth doing. It's not really worth doing until you can get yourself to that place where you're ready to say, I'm going to go after something that's going to push me. I need to like, just go back and listen to this all over again and take notes. (laughs) You were hitting so many good points. And I think you're talking about goals in a way that a lot of people don't think of them. You know, it's a little bit different than the normal, like, oh, what are your goals for this year? You're going to accomplish this, this, and this. And a lot of people get so overwhelmed by goals, but the way that you're breaking it down makes it seem so much less intimidating. Yeah, that's good to hear. I mean, I think it's important to realize when we're talking about this topic that there are different kinds of goals that do different things. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that talk about goal setting and what they're really talking about are like very long-term aspirations. Mm-hmm. And there's a place for that in business. I want you to dream about having a team. I want you to dream about being featured in Vogue or whatever that long-term big picture aspiration that you have, capture that and think about it. And then there's also a place in business for like task-oriented goals. There is a place for this week, I want to do these three things. Like that is an important thing to know. 
Like it's important to be able to manage your productivity in that way and know I have these 10 projects going on right now, but this week I'm going to do these three things. There's a place for that. But the piece that a lot of people are missing between aspirational goals and task goals is strategic goals. And strategic goals kind of live in the middle of task oriented, like of the short term, what am I going to do this month, this quarter? They sit in the middle of that and like our long-term aspirations. And strategic goals are the actual outcomes that you want to achieve. I want to get five clients this quarter. I want to be featured on this podcast this year. I want to be a guest blogger on five different blogs or whatever it is. Those are the outcomes that are clearly defined that then help us to know how we should be spending our time in the day-to-day. And those are the outcomes that if we achieve them, they're going to put us on the path to our long-term aspirations. Like a lot of people have a really easy time dreaming the big dreams, but they don't know what they're supposed to do tomorrow. A lot of people know what they're supposed to do tomorrow, but they're so bogged down in, in the tasks that they can't dream the big dreams and strategic goals kind of sit in the middle. Yeah, that makes sense. I know a lot of people who will say, well, I know where I want to be in five years, but have a lot of trouble planning for what is coming up next. So that makes sense with the strategic goals. So I know that we have kind of talked about how to you know, change when things come up, but how do you pivot and change when you realize that one of your goals isn't actually helping your business grow? That is another really good question. And I think that this is another one where you have to know your tendency. I have a skill set and a personality that I'm very persistent and I'm very consistent, but sometimes almost to a fault. Sometimes I will work at something and work at something and work at something and work at something very doggedly. And I then realize, you know what, I should have recognized like a month ago that this wasn't really working and changed course. And so I have to know that about myself and give myself the opportunity to like actually evaluate what I'm doing and also give myself permission to let go of things that are not helping. So that's my tendency. But a lot of people have a different tendency where you just, they have kind of squirrel brain and they try so many different things and so many different strategies and so many different tactics and projects that you never really accumulate enough information to even know what's working and what's not. And so this is where you need to know your tendency. And when you're making a decision on whether you're going to stop doing something in your business to really be honest with yourself and ask, have I gathered enough information to know whether this is working or not? Because a lot of people will say things like, I just feel like this isn't working. I'm like, okay, well, why do you feel like that? And it'll boil down to like, oh, this one person made this comment and now I want to rethink my whole business. You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) You need to be making your business decisions based on more than a passing comment from a person that doesn't even know anything about your business. So knowing your tendency and making sure that you, if you were a lawyer arguing a case before a judge of why you want to abandon something that's not working in your business, that you would be able to make those good arguments of why. And then also to know, like a lot of my clients and people in my audience will be like, I want to try X, Y, Z, but I'm just not sure if it's going to work. And I'll say, well, you don't know if it's going to work because you haven't tried it yet. And no one, no coach, no program, no course, no anything is going to be able to tell you whether or not something is going to work before you try it. So you have to be willing to try things to know if they're going to work or not 
and then, you know, pivot when something isn't working. And the other thing I'll say about pivoting is I read this quote in a book recently about business. And the quote was basically like successful business people are extremely patient with their strategies and extremely impatient with their tactics. And so in the context of goal setting, what this means is if you decide that this year, the most important thing for you to do is grow your email list, let's just say, you know, as an example, that's the absolute most important thing that you're going to do. You're going to be really patient with that. You're going to be really, really patient with that, but you are going to be impatient with the tactics that you use to make it happen. So let's say you, if you try something to do that, if you develop, you know, a lead magnet, because you want to build your email list and nobody likes the lead magnet. Well, you're going to discard, you're going to get rid of it, right? You're going to get rid of it quickly and you're going to pivot quickly on the tactics in the service of patience to the long-term strategy. So I think that's a helpful thing to think about is that if you're really being strategic, you're not pivoting all the time on the big stuff. You're not pivoting on your priorities. You're not pivoting on your goals, but you're really willing to pivot on the tactical level and try new things and see what works and double down on what does work and discard what doesn't. And so I think it's sometimes people say pivoting and I don't really think they know what they're referring to because like trying a new marketing strategy isn't pivoting. It's just trying a new marketing strategy. So you need to be very impatient and willing to change your mind all the time when it comes to testing new things while holding tightly and being more patient with the big picture stuff that isn't going to change all the time. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. I am loving how you explain all of this because I really do feel like it is breaking it down in a way that is so much easier to understand than a lot of business coaches. So I appreciate it. (laughs) So what mistakes, I feel like this could be just a wealth of knowledge. What mistakes do you see people make when they're setting goals? Yeah, I think a lot of mistakes, it tends to be very personality driven. A lot of things in business aren't necessarily personality driven. I think this is. We've already talked a little bit about people who only set goals that are tasks. So if I ask you, what are your goals for this quarter? They'll be like, oh, I want to do this project and this project and this project and this project. And again, there's a place for that. But that shouldn't be your only goals or tasks. You should have some outcomes in there. Then there's the people that only set aspirational goals and they haven't translated the five-year dream to like a one-year goal. There's also, I think, a lot of people make the mistake of setting too many goals. And when you set too many goals, particularly when you set too many goals for a short time frame, like six to 12 months, one of the main benefits of goal setting is focusing, helping you to focus your limited time, energy, and resources on the most important things that you want to happen. And when you have too many goals, you kind of lose that focusing effect. And it really just formalizes, it formalizes shiny object syndrome and writes it on a piece of paper. I like to suggest that people set like three to seven goals for the whole year. And those, it should cover all of the most important priorities that you have in your business. Another mistake that people make with goal setting is kind of setting the goals they think that other people are doing, or they think that they should be doing based on what peers in their industry are doing and not actually looking at what's important to me, what's important to my business right now. What do my clients and my audience and my customers need from me? How do they need me to improve my business? And so really 
going through a process of reflecting on yourself, your results, your priorities, your life, I think is a huge shift that a lot of people can make. I did a a goal setting program at the beginning of the year. And that was one of the feedback that I loved the most from one of the participants. She said, like, in the past, I have set goals based on what I thought other people thought I should be doing. (laughs) But through this process, I set goals that actually like important for me. So that was really good to hear. And then another, like the last mistake that I really see a lot that kills me when I see it is that people set goals that are too easy. They'll be like, I set goals for the year and I did them all. And it's February 12th. You're like, okay, (laughs) your goals were not exactly strategic and they were probably too easy. And the reason that this is a problem is that if you look at studies that people have done on this topic, people in general are more likely to be successful with their goals when their goals are more difficult. So there's a correlation between how difficult your goals are and your likelihood of achieving them. And so if you set goals that are too easy, it actually is less likely that you'll achieve them, which is a little bit mind bendy, but it's true. There's a certain amount of when you set goals that are going to challenge you, you're more engaged and more inspired and more motivated to take the action that you need to take rather than if you set goals that are going to be too easy for you. This is not the situation where you're like, well, I'm just going to write something down that I've already done on my to-do list so I can cross it off and make myself feel better. That doesn't work with this and it can sabotage you. Yeah, I totally understand that. I love writing things down and checking things off. So I do. do. I will, yeah, I will write stuff down just so I can check it off. So I totally get that. But also when I have something that's really easy on my to-do list, it does get pushed down because I know I can easily do it later in the day or tomorrow. And sometimes I don't get to it. So I can definitely relate to, you know, setting goals that might just be a little bit more challenging than something that's super easy to cross off. Yeah, definitely. So what tips do you have for our listeners as they sit down to think about and plan out their goals? Um, I know, you know, it's the middle of the year, but just kind of when they sit down to reevaluate where they're at and possibly set new goals, what tips do you have for them? You don't have to just set goals in January. You can set goals any time of the year. And if you set goals in January and it's been several months, it's probably time to reevaluate and see how you're doing. So I have, you know, in terms of goal setting tips, I have like a mindset shift and then like some more practical tips. But in terms of the mindset shift is I want you to think about when you're thinking about your goals for the year, I want you to think about what you actually want to achieve. When you dream about where you want to be 12 months from now, and when you think about what you want to look back on the year and say like, I'm really proud of that. What is that thing? What is the thing that you actually want to happen, but you're scared to say out loud? I was working with a client, this was last year, and we were having a casual conversation. And she said, I really just want to be able, by the end of the year, I really want to be able to go part-time at my job so I can devote more time to my business. And I said, that's great. Why isn't that in your goals? This was like something she really wanted to happen. When she was doing her business goals, she didn't include it because she was afraid. She's afraid of like, 
I'm going to set this goal and I'm going to be really disappointed if I don't achieve it. And so I'm just not going to make it a goal. And while I see the logic of that, like disappointment is not a fun emotion to experience. It's, it's reasonable to want to avoid it, but it's not going to get you any closer to your goal to hide from the goal. And a lot of people, when they do goal setting, they end up hiding from what they actually want to happen. And they set all kinds of goals. And I've worked with a lot of clients. I've seen a lot of people hide from their goals in a lot of different ways. They'll like set five goals that dance around the thing that they actually want. Like what they actually want is to quit their job and focus on their business full time. But it's too scary to say out loud. So as you're thinking through your goals for the year, for the next six months or whatever time frame you're thinking through, like make your goals the things that you actually want. That's the whole idea of this. So don't be afraid. So that's the mindset thing. From a practical standpoint, if setting goals is something that's new for you, I would recommend starting small. So don't set goals for 12 months. Set like one goal for the next quarter, for the next 90 days. I want to make XYZ number of dollars, or I want to work with this number of clients, or I want to get this number of people added to my email list, or I want to, whatever it, the most important thing is for you to be focusing on for the next 90 days, that is an outcome. Write that down. Sometimes it's, if you're new to this, to do it for the whole year is a little bit much. So just start with one big goal for the quarter. Write the goal down. Because that's another thing that's been proven with research is that when you write your goals down, you're much more likely to achieve them. And then make yourself an action plan. If I want to achieve this goal, what are the tasks and projects that I need to do in order to get there? You know, depending on what the goal is and how big it is, it'll probably be a few things. And then at the end of the quarter, revisit the goal. Did I achieve the goal? Why or why not? Did I make any progress? Did any good things happen on this goal? Why or why not? And analyze the goal and then make yourself a new goal. And it can really be as simple as that, as just figuring out what you want to happen, writing it down, writing down the things that you want to do to make that thing happen, and then reevaluating. And for most people, about every 90 days is a really good rhythm. I love that. It doesn't have to be something that you pick five different goals and plan out for the whole year and make it this big production. You really can just start with one thing. And that's totally fine to do, especially if you're new to goal setting. Yeah, absolutely. And I actually have a template on my website that you can use for this. It's a 90-day plan template. If you go to katiewuso.com slash plan, it's a PDF. You can download it and it can kind of capture all of that on one page. Because again, it is, you know, the point of goal setting is not to overcomplicate your life. It's actually to simplify your life. That's what I try to do is help people simplify. Perfect. And we'll include that in the show notes too, so that all of our listeners can easily access that. So if we want to follow you on Instagram and Facebook and your website and all of that, where can we find you? Yes. So my website is katiewuso.com and wuso is W-U-S-S-O-W. My Instagram is also at Katie Wuso, just my first and last name. And I also have a podcast called The Game Changer, where I give creative entrepreneurs not just motivation and inspiration, but practical action steps to build profitable businesses. And so you can find that on all of the podcast places. Mm -hmm. Yes. And your podcast is wonderful. I listen to it 
And I've taken away so many things that I can implement into my business and really work on. So definitely check out her podcast. And then Instagram, I follow you on there as well. And I'm constantly watching your stories. You have such good tips for business owners. So you're just a wonderful wealth of knowledge. I love it. (laughs) I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate it. Awesome. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Find Your Focus podcast with Shootproof. Make sure to visit shootproof.com backslash podcast for the show notes and any links that we talked about today during this episode. If you love this episode, head over to Apple Podcasts and hit that five-star button. If you ever have feedback or questions for us, feel free to reach out at podcast at shootproof.com.